and welcome to the Sports Comedy Show. My name is Paul Salerno. I am the creator and host of the show. This is another edition of Talk Radio. Today is November 13th. Today is Friday the 13th. What an incredible day. It's the day of the crazy, the wild, and the scary. If you're superstitious, make sure you got your lucky rabbit foot in your pocket. Don't step on any lines. And today's the day to expect the unexpected. Yes, that's right. And we're going to do some unexpected here on the Sports Comedy Show. This week's theme is Week 10 Preview. We're going to look at some of those big games. Not to mention, I got that five-star pick for you. Hang around with the broadcast for the end of that. But first, have you been to the website? SportsComedyShow.net. I've done some stuff out there on the latest tennis tournament going on in Linz. It's called the Linz Open. There's some good stuff here. Now, even if you're not a tennis fan, you're going to want to see this. Because you're going to see pictures and reviews like you've never seen anywhere else before. And again, that's on the website, SportsComedyShow.net. All right. What do you say we get started? And, uh... And get started with uh, this week's show. Before we do, because today is Friday the 13th and I said expect the unexpected, we're going to do a special tribute. There is a team in the NFL right now that is just head and shoulders above the rest. These guys are off the charts. Well, not necessarily in a good way, but they are off the charts when it comes to football. So I think it's only appropriate we pay tribute to the New York Jets. Here we go. The New York Jets are 0-9. They are in last place. Also 32nd in the league for passing and total yards. They are the worst team in football. This year, last year, perhaps ever. Therefore, I thought it was only appropriate on Friday the 13th, we pay, we pay special tribute to the New York Jets. Yes, that's right. The New York Jets, 0-9, going nowhere, going nowhere fast. Um, been an ugly year for them, as we know. I thought it'd be a great way to start the show. Last place in the AFC East, um, and it ain't going to get any prettier because they're in a league with some good, good uh, competition with Buffalo, Miami, New England. Good possibility they make it the whole year without winning a game. Had a good chance last week against the Patriots. Uh, played surprisingly well ball, but they found a way to choke at the end. Um, don't know where to go with them. Um, Flacco or Arnold, I think it's going to be Flacco for now. Don't have much offense on this team. This is the problem. I, I look over the roster and, and there's just no big names. Perhaps a couple of has-been names, and maybe that's where the problem is. Frank Gore, Jameson Crowder, these guys should have retired a couple of years ago. But they're getting a check, and they're getting paid, and that's because some of the Jets need to put somebody out there. They uh, sold off or traded off all their big names. 
um, tough year for the Jets. Ain't going to get any prettier. That's why I thought on Friday the 13th we'd pay that special tribute, tribute to the New York Jets. Let's do it one more time. It's not over, so it can only be a tribute or a memorial at this point. And they are the New York Jets. It's been a bad year, and it's not going to get any prettier. Last year may have been bad, not near as bad as this year. Perhaps the worst team ever, the 2020. New York Jets. There you have it. All right, let's get let's get into some football. It is week ten preview time. I do got that five star pick coming up for you in a few minutes. But let's look over a few of these games and uh, see see what looks um, interesting and, and something you know that's something that we can talk about. All right, let's start off here. Tampa Bay goes into Carolina. And normally this wouldn't be such a big deal, but the reason it is a big deal is because Tampa Bay floundered seriously last week. So the question is, will they come back? Now this is a conference game. Conference games are usually big. In this case, Carolina three and six, the bummer is it looks like uh, McCaffrey is out um, with the shoulder this time. Don't know if he's gonna be done for the season or not. They're such a better team with the men, as we saw last week, even though they lost. Um, this time, it's just not going to be good for them. Tampa Bay needs to make a statement, and I think they're going to do it. I think they're going to make a statement. They need to win. They need to win soundly. game might be close because the game is in Carolina, but I, I look for Tampa Bay to come back. And I caught a good analogy of Tampa Bay's uh, offense on one of the shows, and their offense is like a buffet. There's too much offering. There, there's just too much out there. And Tom Brady really needs to focus on his one or two go-to guys. And I've even mentioned that before on the show. It's good to have multiple weapons, but Tom is a type of guy, he homes in on one, and for most of the game, that's where he's going to go. So, will it be the running game? Will it be Ronald Jones? Will Fournette be able to break one or two big ones? On the, on the receiving side, is it going to be Evans? Is it going to be Miller? Is it going to be Antonio Brown? Is it going to be Gronk? Too many weapons. He needs to find one and get in sync. Miller has been his one as of late, but I think Mike Evans is still the best uh, receiver there. I'd like to see him do something for my fantasy, but anyway, Tom needs to home in on one of these and go with it. I think he will. That's Tom Brady football. I look for them to come back and have a good win in Carolina to get back on track. Um, again, they're only they're six and three. They're one game behind the Saints. Here is the bummer for the uh, the Buccaneers by losing that game last week. They've lost both of their divisional games to New Orleans, which means if the season if they end in a tie, the tiebreaker goes to the Saints. Good possibility you're going to see Tampa Bay in the wild card as a wild card spot this year, which means they don't have a home game. They go on the road. Not a good sign, but 
But that's where we're at, and that's why I think this week is all the more reason for them to come back and take down Carolina. Okay, let's go for another morning game. And we have one here. We see that. You know, oddly enough, as I look at these, and I forgot about this, I saw this earlier. Not sure why, but most of the games are in the afternoon this week. There's only four or five morning games. Really, that's the only good one. The other ones are boring games. Everything else is in the afternoon. So let's look at the afternoon games. Not sure what the schedule uh, ballot or reason is for that one. But here's one that's definitely, and this is probably one of the best games of the marquee game of the week. Not that many big marquee games as I look through the schedule. But we got Seattle going to the Los Angeles Rams. This is a showdown. This is NFC West football. And this is going to be big because, as we know, Seattle is in first place, but the Rams are just one game behind them. Seattle 6-2, Rams 5-3. Can the Rams pull off a win at home to stay in that race and make it clear that they're fighting for the title, not just a possible playoff spot? Key here, what I think, is going to be the Rams' offense. We know the defense is going to need to step up to slow down Seattle. But the key is if their offense can control the ball, and that's what Jared Goff likes to do. He likes to... He, he likes to run, um, roll out. He likes to find his receivers. And he does a little bit of the run and gun. He likes to find Cooper Cup. He, he wants to find Higgins. If he can do that, then he'll take his 10 or 15 yards at a time. It's very different game than the years before um, due to the running scenario. But they also now got Daryl Henderson Jr., who's been running good. So he's got a balanced offense. But the key is time of possession. If they can keep Seattle's offense off the field, give their defense a chance to rest, then they can control this game. And that's really what this game is going to come down to, is controlling it. And that's going to be awfully hard, because Seattle's offense is extremely explosive. They will, they will, he'll wind, Russell Wilson will wind it up, and he'll throw it downfield, and he'll find Tyler Lockett or TK Metcalf in a hurry. And when he does, it's 40 or 50 yards at a time. So that's why I say the Rams' offense needs to set the tempo by, by the time of possession, trying to keep Seattle off the field. In doing so, if the Rams can put up three or four touchdowns, then their defense, which is still strong at home, should have a chance against Seattle. Seattle has been, um, hasn't been playing um, as good as of late. Last week, they did take a, a, a big bruise in, in Buffalo. Everybody was looking for Russell Wilson to carry on his MVP um, campaign. That hit a, a solid bump in the road. Like the Rams here at home. Like the Rams because Pete, this is a return for Pete Carroll. But Rams normally at home come up good against Seattle. I think this is going to be a fun one to watch. And I, I think the Rams are going to be a team to keep an eye on in this one here. As I mentioned, most of the games are in the afternoon. So here's another one in the afternoon we're going to look at. And that is going to be in the AFC East. Actually, it's, well, it's not a conference game. It's Buffalo at the Cardinals. The Bills are in the East. Arizona in the NFC West. And the game is in Arizona. This should be some exciting football. It's got a high total. Um, don't know if it's going to get that many points on the board. But... Um, that's what it's going to take for Buffalo because Arizona is going to put points on the board. 
Josh Allen, on the other hand, has been playing good football. Can he keep up and put as many points um, as Arizona on the road? Buffalo's strong at home, but now they go to Arizona. Arizona had a tough loss last week, but this week they come back, and it is Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray's got speed. So the question is, can Buffalo's defense keep up with the high-flying speed? And I'm not sure how quick their defense is. I know how good it is, but I've also seen how bad it is. So if, if Arizona can find the holes in the secondary, I've, I've seen Buffalo Bill defense fall apart in the secondary, and which they very well might happen because Kyler Murray's got, you know, Fitzgerald can still get out there quick, and so can DeHop. If they can get into the secondary, look for the Cardinals to open up some holes and make some yardage. And then they got the running game. If Chase Edmonds can, can break a few tackles, look for the Cardinals. They're going to put three or four touchdowns or more on the board. Now, on the other side, Buffalo, you know they're going to go to Diggs. And then they got Singleton. And question is, can they hang with Arizona on the road? Exciting game. Can't predict a winner. But this is going to be one to watch. Um, I think this is probably going to be one of the better games of the day. Let's take a look at that Friday night. For, uh, the Sunday night game. We do got Sunday night football this week, and Sunday night football features the Ravens and the Patriots. Kind of a must win, not for the Patriots, because they're already done. And I guess Patriot fans, and I'm one of them, are saying it's a must win for them. Kind of a must win for Baltimore. Baltimore 6-2, and two, but in their division, the, uh, the Steelers are ain't no and running away with things. If they lose here, they fall three back and clearly out of the contention for the division. And then it becomes the, the wild card race for the Ravens. So that's why I say it's kind of a must win for them if they want to stay on pack with the Steelers. Game in New England, Cam needs some help. He's The offense has been, is, keeps being trying to reinvent himself. Now they're going with Damian Harris on the running game. They got Izzo is, is the big uh, receiver. Edelman's been out. Cam Newton doesn't have uh, all the weapons. He likes to scramble. He likes to move. He just hasn't gotten on track, so to say. They had a win last week against the Jets. At least they pulled out a close one. It was the Jets. They should have never even been down the way they were. But they pulled out the win. Uh, I, I, I like Baltimore here. I don't think the Patriots are going nowhere. Even though the Ravens aren't all that great, their 6-2 and two record does make a statement. Lamar Jackson, I think he's going to exploit that defense of the Patriots. He's going to find holes. He's going to get there. He's, gonna got, he's got Marquise Brown. They've got speed, and I think the speed's going to be the difference into this one. I look for the Ravens to come out on top on this one going into New England. This will kind of put the dagger in the heart for the Patriots, even though I don't want to see that. Uh, I think with the loss here, then it'll be clear that they are they are done. Um, maybe not mathematically, but their season at this point, they'll just be playing for pride. So that's what I see in that one. Let's look at another one here. Let's go back to, uh, like I said, there was a lot of games going at 10 o'clock. I'm sorry, at 1 o'clock. Let's look at one more 1 o'clock game here. Okay, here's one we can talk about. This is going to be a good one. We have the Chargers 2-6 and six going into Miami. Not sure why that's a 1 o'clock game. That should be a 10 o'clock game, but whatever. They want to make that a 1 o'clock game. Miami, good ball as of late. 5-3, and three, 
in a dog race in that AFC East with Buffalo. So kind of a big game for Miami. Chargers 2-6. and six. The only thing that we can talk about for the Chargers is Herbert. Good quarterback. Everybody's saying he's, he, you know, he's in contention for rookie of the year, and I'm sure he is. Uh, my problem with him is he can't win the close ones. They lost last week, and it was on him. He, they had a chance to pull it out at the end, but they did not on the two-point play. Uh, when you can't win, you know, when you can't win, it's just hard to to perceive yourself as a good quarterback. I know it's not all his fault, so I'm not trying to. Be, I'm not down on Herbert, but I, I just would like to see him get a couple W's on the board if we're going to talk about him being good. And I know his arm and his strength, I see it. I see the skills. He's got skills, but that doesn't make you a good quarterback. What makes you a good quarterback, unfortunately, is winning or losing. And uh, that's where I just see Justin. So I'm going to root for the Chargers on this. On the other side, Tua. Now look at Tua. He hasn't been nothing great, but he's winning the games. He's won the first two he's played. And the Dolphins are winning games. And, uh, you know, even Fitzpatrick, if he's going to be playing, he's been winning games. Uh, Dolphins got some good weapons. They got Devontae Parker, Parker, Miles Gaskin. They've got some good offense, and they've been putting points up on the board. And that's what it takes. And one of the things that I liked about them was their point-minus ratio was extremely high, and that's because they don't stop. They'll win, they'll win handily. They'll take down their opponents. And uh, their defense comes up big. So I, I like the Dolphins in this one. I, I think that this is um, going to be a game that they need if they're going to stay pace in Buffalo. They may even catch Buffalo if Buffalo's not able to win in Arizona. So this is going to be an exciting week to keep an eye on the AFC East. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I wanted to do this game, kind of highlight that division. Um, it'll be exciting to see where these two teams are at the end of the week as far as the division goes. Okay, guys, it's time for that five-star pick. Yes, it's Friday the 13th. So after everything that I've done and talked about here, I'm going to hang my hat on one of these five-star picks, and it is going to be the, the Dolphins here. I'm going to take the Dolphins. I'm going to give up the points on this one. I, I like them to roll. I, I think they should cover. That's your five-star pick is the Miami Dolphins. Hey, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Talk Radio. Um Hit the website when you can. I got some cool stuff out there. Also, funny footballs will be coming out for this weekend, too, on the football page as well. Thanks a lot. Again, my name is Paul Solano. I am the creator and host. Have yourself a good day.